Radio Genlyd sender i samarbejde med Kai. Radio Genlyd sender i samarbejde med Kai. More, more technical difficulties to start, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get more and more inventive every week. How can we How can we make it difficult this week? As we were saying, that's a wildly dramatic opening to a show that really throws up nothing but absolute, no, absolute nonsense. That's right, ladies and gentle sheep. It's time for Wake Up Sheeple. We're back here at DMJX once again, another week, broadcasting live to you, bringing you straight truth, dropping truth bombs on your city. I'm here. Josh Duggan, I'm here with two excellent sheep leaders here to rise up and give you some knowledge. Audrey, how are you doing? Yes, I'm doing quite well. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. What have you been doing this week? What have you been? Mm-hmm. Lots of editing. Editing. The weekends were spent editing yep. all day long. So <laughs> that's student much. life. Yes, that's student <clears throat> life. Got a a new researcher in this week. Zoe yeah. Madden Smith. Hello, hello. Welcome. You're actually, uh, you're actually from New Zealand. A whole country of sheep. Yes, you said that last time. Yep. Last time. Correct. This is uh, this is our second show. Oh, sorry. In the in the little rehearsal that we had, that went sorry. really well. <laughs> this isn't a show that does rehearsals. This is a this is a one take only <coughs> kind authentic. of show. It's so authentic. authentic. Beautiful. That's the word. Sean, how you doing, my man? I am doing wonderful. I actually can hear myself this week, so... Yeah, you've got some new headphones. I was about to say, they're pretty spick. Yeah, I had to uh, step up my game. If you're going to be the board operator, you got to be able to hear yourself talk. <laughs> you look actually good behind there. You're looking very comfortable. I feel like yeah. I'm in good hands. You are. I'm like I'm like Allstate, you know. they. Are, I think they have a black guy, too, for their... Uh, it's like, are you in good hands? I think that's a black guy that does that. I like how you've mentioned twice in two episodes that you're black. Just to... You're in Denmark, and you're black. And that's your, that's, I mean, you got that's to. your thing. <laughs> there was actually this um, game they played last weekend, and uh, you had to bring a baby picture of yourself. And so, like, each team, there's a trio. <laughs> you had to figure out who was on your team. <clears throat> so when uh, she sent me the message saying, oh, don't forget to send your picture in by 12. No, it's like 11.45. And I'm like, well, I don't have too many baby pictures on my phone. So I'm, like, looking through, and I was like, well, I don't have any. So I pulled up to the party. I'm just like, let's be honest. It wouldn't be too hard to figure out who I am <laughs> once we start looking at the baby pictures. <laughs> yeah. You're looking really respectable, mate, this week. You've got a button-down shirt. I'm feeling underdressed. I like the sweater, though. You always got that little bit of pizzazz, especially the shoes. That's the shoes true. are like your statement. Thanks, man. You're, a pizza- you're filled with pizzazz, too. I always know she got nice socks. You got nice sock socks, too. too. The, ones that are the sushi ones. With the sushi. Oh, today I've got carrots on my socks. Oh, that's even wow. better. Anyway, guys, that's enough. that's enough talk about socks for one episode. <laughs> guys... You may remember from last week, we are here to help educate you in the art of life. Navigating life is hard. And to do it better, you need to know what's up. You need to know what the, what the bleep is going on. So, Audrey, you've been doing some research this week into some, uh, some things you think the people should know. Oh, yes. Would you should like I... to start? Yes, definitely. So, I'm sure that you guys have all heard this, the quote... To think outside the box, but have you ever tried to think outside of the sphere? This expression makes a lot more sense because what we are standing on right now is a giant sphere, also known as planet Earth. This is our reality. We are spinning through space at a thousand miles per hour or 16,000 kilometers per hour on a ball of water in a constant circular orbit. This can be described as a sphere-based solar system. This sphere planetary universe is perceived as reality. However, it is not the only reality. As anyone who has ever seen the matrix knows, there are thousands of realities that are occurring simultaneously. Um, This is also referred to as dimensions. And one of these dimensions, our solar system is made up of cube-shaped planets that orbit on a xy axis instead of a circular motion and sometimes these dimensions overlap and um, so after the uh, industrial and agriculture revolutions um, increased evidence show that the cubism dimension has been overlapping with our current spherical dimension no way 
way. Am I am I keeping you guys? I know yeah. it's getting pretty theoretical here, but yeah. are you guys following? It's okay, we can pick brands. <laughs> so, for example, when you look outside of a window on a plane, what do you see? Maybe a city um, crisscrossed with streets or endless rows of agriculture in rural areas. Well, 11% of the surface area of planet Earth is used for agriculture, and 3% of the Earth's land has been urbanized. So this means that over 14% of the Earth's surface has been taken over by what is known as the cubism dimension, which is very significant considering 70% of our planet is covered in ocean. Also, take a look at your surroundings, even just here in the studio, and what do you notice? Lots of 90 degree angles, and we're essentially standing inside of a box that's in another big box that's made up of bricks, also known as cubes. And I'd, I'd been wondering why bricks were always cubes. Because that would take a lot <laughs> really? of effort to... Yeah. Because if they're... Like, what comes in a cube? What comes cube-shaped? Like, when you pick up rocks off the ground, which bricks are just rocks. Like, listen, guys, they're just rocks. Yeah. Those rocks are never perfectly cube, are they? That was kind of a round mound. Mm. No, you're right. It's weird that they always... When you see a brick building a house, it's always a cube. Exactly, exactly. exactly. And within years... This planet, entire planet, is going to become these abnormal grids, squares, and 90-degree angles. And one day, our reality is going to change, and essentially, we're going to be living in a game of Tetris. Mm. So this means it's time to love your curves. And I'm sorry to break it to you, Josh. You're going to have to say goodbye to your calves. <gasps> so, no. Because they're so spherical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do not have square calves, that is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> things are changing ladies and gentlemen wow wow so way to make things personal <laughs> yeah wow i didn't see you taking many shots at zoe or sean so can i ask when you think this takeover is going to be complete well it's definitely increasing more and more i mean we've seen cell phones other technological mm. advances everything is becoming very sphere or er, square shaped yeah it is hey mm. Sean, sitting there drinking out of a uh, kind of round drink bottle, but it looks about two thirds squarish, because it's it's definitely high, round. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's round like in a like in one plane, it's a round, but the other two, like if you cut it, two of the three planes, they're squares, don't they? Because it's a like it's a cylinder. So if you cut it long ways, the inside would be a, a rectangle. If you cut it, um. Or like both, yeah, you know what I mean. Wouldn't it be like oh. a semi-circle if you cut it in half? Yeah, it but would like, be like 2D, 2D if you looked on one side. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean. This is a visual, me- this isn't a visual. <laughs> me- yeah, it's so hard we'll to... Sean, as we were saying, any thoughts, man? Um, well, I've never been much of a calf person, so I don't think <laughs> oh. I can uh, miss out on the calves too much. But, you know, I've always wanted a little bit more junk in my trunk, so if I can get a little oh. more square bum thing going on, so when when the square cube world finally takes over our world what do you think is going to be the repercussions for for us as people because i imagine a lot of my internal organs are all quite round so am i going to have a real problem here are there going to be like little corners poking out of me um no i think well, everything will become cubes. So your food will become a cube. Mm. Your mouth will become a cube. So you're essentially just going to be putting cubes yeah. instead of cubes. cubes. Just like Tetris. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes when you see, like, real futury movies, they eat, like, cubed food that has all the nutrients. They're just, like, small cubes. Yeah, that's the future. Yeah. yeah. How, do cars, how are cars going to work? Because of the, like... Like, it's going to basically they're be... They're not going to roll as well, the tires. Well, the whole roads are basically going to be, like, these grids where they're going to slide across. Like, have you ever played that game where it's, like, kind of like a maze and you slide the little cars around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. essentially be like that. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, like, hovering or you're on the ground? You're, you're on the ground, like, sliding right. through the grid. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. And the whole... And also keep in mind the whole, like... Because our orbit is currently circular... But soon it's going to become square. So all of squares, all of the planets are going to be squares, just going in a square yeah. formation. Do you think because of 
the non-round shape they're gonna be the planets will move slower because of air resistance because they're like it'll be it'll be it won't be a rounded oh, yeah, aerodynamic shape anymore so they won't be able the planets won't be able to move able to move through space as fast yeah that is possible it's very difficult to predict what's going to happen but yeah there's going to be a lot of changes another example in the news is the amazon rainforest burning down why did they burn down because of agriculture and Humans. what does agriculture look like from in a plane? Squares. Squares of corn <laughs> fields. Squares <laughs> of cattle fields. Wow. It's all just grids. Wow. I have a question. What about Rubik's Cubes? Like, you know how, like, that was the first big craze of, like, yeah. squares? Because you move a whole bunch of squares to make a solid square, all within a three-dimensional square. And, like the biggest thing like if you guys ever watched the movie pursuit of happiness like one of the biggest things was like oh we can't figure out how to do this rubik's cube now you get those people that can like figure it out in like 12 moves justin like, bieber so, exactly man i just did yeah so like how <laughs> how does the rubik's cube play into the whole square phenomenon i mean i think it was definitely a sign like yeah. that was like a very early sign the popularity of Rubik's cubes mm -hmm. that something's gonna change and the people that can do really good at Rubik's cubes solve them quickly Those are the people that are gonna succeed in this new society So I suggest all of you guys find Rubik's cubes figure out how to solve them to prepare for this crisis Yeah, do you think perhaps the mass production of Rubik's cubes, which as we've said were hugely popular <laughs> Do you think perhaps that? <laughs> Sorry, don't laugh at Rubik's cubes being popular either. I don't know if you know, but I my best Rubik's cube time thirty eight seconds. Wow, and that's not a You're word of a lie. You're gonna be very successful. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, I haven't actually finished one before, so I'm, have, I'm gonna be. Scared. I was that person that would like peel the stickers yeah. off and yeah. put them on. Oh yeah, don't do that. But do you think perhaps the mass production of Rubik's cubes because they were so popular and everyone loves Rubik's cubes so much, that was perhaps the portal through which the cubed world could enter our world? That is true. Yeah. It's like the gateway. Yeah, the gateway cube. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. All right, guys. Well, that's wow, that... that's really <laughs> blowing my socks about. off. That's blowing my square socks off. Your carrot socks off. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna throw to a song here, so we'll be back after the break. Drop him a 
don't have a face, so now you late, open the gate. And that was Ultimate by Denzel Curry. All my sheep people, a.k.a. sheeple, welcome back. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Beautiful stuff, are you? Beautiful stuff. Guys, the truth keeps coming. We're going to keep on punching you with the truth here. Guys, we all, we, all go to, um, <laughs> we all go to the Danish School of Media and Journalism, don't we? Correct. Facts. That is correct. Correct fact. Correct fact. Uh, <laughs> the school's got a... Uh, a um, acronym, doesn't it, Zoe? Can you just uh, inform me what the acronym for the school is? DMJX. Oh, that's funny. The uh, Danish School of Media and Journalism. Where, I know. Where, where does the X come from? Have you wondered about where the X comes from? I actually have, yeah, because I remember telling my family I was going here, and they're like, oh, so what do you call it? I was like, oh, DMJX. They're kind of like, so where, hmm. where does the X come hmm. from? And I think you're going to tell me, and I'm hmm. very excited to learn. really <laughs> makes you think, huh? Guys, I don't know how often you've eaten at the cafeteria here. I'm pretty prepared to say you haven't because, as you're going to find out, that's part of why you guys are on this show. Why your mind is a little bit more open. Mm. That food they serve up in that cafeteria, it's a little bit tasteless, isn't it? It doesn't have a whole lot going on in the flavour department. Maybe because it's expired. (sighs) What if I told you that DMJX doesn't have anything to do with the Danish media journalism whatever? And it actually stood for Daily Making Journalists Eat Expired Foods. That would explain the taste. That would explain a lot. And huh, the, t- and the texture it? of hmm. the falafel bat. Yeah, that falafel sandwich <laughs> is the Should not be legal. Exactly. So I ask you, why? Why would someone? Why would some? Why would someone set up a whole school just to feed the kids expired food? Well, we all know what happens when when you don't eat and you don't get enough nutrients. You get the fuzzies. You don't learn properly. What if? What if we had a whole generation of sh- journalism students going through school? not really learning anything because they were getting food without enough nutrients. And because they didn't have enough nutrients, when they entered the workforce in the mass media, they were all a bunch of sheep. Guys, <laughs> this is a program dedicated to waking sheep up. And I, right here, in, in front of us, have found the biggest sheep training exercise in the world. 300 kids coming through every year eating, being forced to eat expired food that doesn't have enough nutrients so they don't learn properly and they're super gullible when they enter the media and their bosses can then tell them, hey, help perpetrate all these lies. And the kids are just like, yeah. Because it is the fake news media that set up this school. What? That really explains a lot. Does explain a lot, doesn't it? Why is it so news. expensive? That is my question. If it's all expired, why are we paying so much? Because they have to pretend. For so little. They have to pretend that it's good food, don't they? And you know what else? You know, I mean, stupid people will help perpetrate lies. You know who else will? Poor people that need to keep their job. And you enter the workforce so poor because you've paid forty krone or something mm. for ex- for bad sandwiches every day. Suddenly you've got anything. no money left, yeah. Yeah. and then you do anything. It's a one-two punch. You're poor and you're dumb, so you keep helping the media spread their lies. And we all know Denmark has a huge issue with food waste. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I guess Have that's you ever the one. Where that food goes? Well, that's the one good thing DMJX. about. That is kind of a positive though, because I'm a big believer in like a best before date. Doesn't mean you should throw it away. Me like too. expired food doesn't actually mean it shouldn't be eaten. So maybe this is like an environmental thing they're going for and they're just trying to save the world. But also, you know... Yeah, you're really, <laughs> you're really viewing that one through rose, rose-tinted glasses well, there. I'm, huh? I'm trying. I'm an optimist. Because uh, you two both bring your lunch every day, don't you? Yeah. I do. Yeah, Sean, you bring your lunch every day, don't you? 
Just Ever since yes. I tried the food, yeah. I do ah, bring my lunch. <laughs> we need to convince you because I bring my food every lunch. And ha, huh, we seem to be the only four ones that have woken up to this mess. Coincidence? I think not. Fit <laughs> <Get> you to it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance that this is a coincidence. But I can say that pesto, or not, I'm sorry, not pesto, parsley dressing I had was probably the best expired food I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what parsley dressing is. But they put like this dollop stuff over my potatoes. That was relatively interesting. And then also I had fish cakes, which is like the most mystery thing ever, which kind of goes back to last week. Um, what was it? Fish fingers, I think you said, what used to be our favorite food. I'm pretty sure all those expired fish from 2002 were found inside of those fish cakes. On a, on a quick tangent, fish cakes could not taste less like fish. And this is a country, Denmark is a country that's built themselves on fish cakes. And I'm consistently, ch- sorry Denmark, I'm consistently eating your fish cakes and not getting a whole lot of fish. Hark back to last week, you'll find out why. Well, after you ate that parsley s- sauce, did you feel any different? Starting to believe the lies in the media? Um, I felt a little bit more sad just knowing I would probably never have it again. I mean, because. Let, let's be honest Aww. with ourselves. When was the last time you said, man, this was some really good expired food? Like, you pour a bowl of cereal and your milk is expired, it's just a sad day. Yeah, that's right. right. It's not too many times you're just like, wow, I had really good expired food and I don't think I'll have this experience again. Yeah. It's working on you, man. It's working on you. What, what has been uh, your guys' experience with the expired food? I have to say I've only ever had the falafel which I would not recommend. Mm-hmm. It's very, very dry, and there's not a lot of beautiful parsley dressing on that one, so it's not so <laughs> easy on the chewing and swallowing. Um, aside from that, I've only ever had, like, beverages. So I... Yeah. Is it the same for the I coffee? Mean, is yeah, coffee well, the expired? coffee... It's, it's, it's bad and it's weak, and one might think, hey... You, that's good because if it's bad you don't want more of it but it, like at least if it's really bad coffee but it tastes a lot like coffee you're like oh yeah that's okay I'm, I'm at least I'm, it's waking me up mm. this is bad and there's like but no is it waking there. you up yeah or is well, it that's like actually waking you up that's that's the thing <laughs> that's the thing guys <laughs> you... we're gonna have a sit down here try and wean ourselves off that cafeteria food and have another song we'll be back after the break let you guys enjoy a little bit of Elephant by Tame. Jesus Christ. All right, a little bit more technical difficulties. And now, <laughs> Elephant by Tame Impala.
that was Elephant by Tame Impala and Sheeple. We are back. Hello, welcome back to Wake Up Sheeple. Guys, it's that time of the week where we go over all the week's news, give a bit of a conspiracy perspective on it. First off, if there's any music celebrity that personifies conspiracy, it's Kanye West. Album was supposed to drop last Friday. Then it was supposed to drop on Sunday. Still not out, guys. What's keeping Kanye out? What's keeping him up? Why isn't the album out yet? Any thoughts? I think it's never coming. You think it's never coming? The old Kanye's gone. Yeah, I miss the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, I mean, what if he's just trying to get tickets, just trying to razz up Yeezy season, trying to sell a few more shoes, sell tickets to all these private listenings he's doing, and there's no album. There's no album. I definitely wouldn't put it beyond Kanye. Mm. Yeah. I'm a devoted Kanye West fan. This really, I can tell. Yeah. It really gets me down. Is he <laughs> is he doing better mentally? We is he is he doing better? It's hard to tell with it's him. It's hard, man. yeah. It's hard to tell. And he has Sunday service like yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like each week. Mm. And I mean I guess that's a little bit of turn, but mm. yeah. you ever notice every single time he's releasing either a new shoe, a new piece of clothing? Or a new album. This is like the only time he pops up in the media. Yeah. Yeah. He does a good job of hiding. He does. Gotta give it to him. Yeah. Hiding and also making himself the center of attention. Always like relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has those like Yeezy Croc things now, which I oh, don't think yeah. should be around. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, there was a uh, there was an ASIC shop in your. Hometown, Auckland, New Zealand. (laughs) New Zealand, Zoe. New Zealand, yeah. It was the TV in the front of the ASIC shop was hacked at 1am on a a Saturday night. For the next nine hours, it played Japanese porn. For nine (laughs) hours consecutively. That's until 10am, ladies and gentlemen. There were a lot of mums walking their kids on that Sunday morning in Auckland in the Queen Street Mall. Who do you guys think might have been putting up the Japanese porn? I'm going to say Japanese porn stars. Just a bit of shameless... Just shameless plugging? Yeah. I would... <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> That's one way to nice. do it. <laughs> I actually heard it was like a nine-hour stream long of just like the same video. So it was like you just kept hearing that same scene over and over. And the title was like Butt Naked Tea. So what if it was actually the tea company that was the one that mm. stream broadcasted it, ah. you yeah. know, to to bring up more notoriety about their tea? I mean, because the green tea in, in Japan is it's pretty, it's pretty good. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to break into the market with all those established competitors. Or maybe it's just ASICs wanting a bit of extra promotion. Like, ha- you haven't really seen that around since, like, your dad had those bright white sneakers and no one really knew if they were <laughs> they were fashionable and maybe this is their way of getting back into the media getting making themselves relevant you know yeah no such thing as bad publicity <laughs> that's what they say uh, guys there's actually been an iceberg break off the antarctic ice shelf that's the size of sydney a city with three million people and australian cities are pretty big everyone likes backyards that's a pretty big iceberg we all know <laughs> it wasn't climate change that broke the iceberg <laughs> off. Laughable. Laughable. <laughs> what do you really think broke that iceberg off? Who was down there mm. messing around with some ice tools or a jackhammer and broke off that iceberg? Possibly a narwhal. Yeah, a I narwhal. think it's stupid to assume it's humans. I think it could be yeah. animals. It's their form of protest to make us realize obviously we realize but not everyone's convinced yeah it's their way of breaking shit off to like be like well this is actually happening and we're going to speed it up by getting busy <laughs> and breaking hey, the hang on, themselves. Hang on, hang on, Zoe. <laughs> so what you're telling me is climate change is real narwhals are really worried about the climate change being real and they decided the best thing they could do about trying to slow down climate change was to artificially speed it up so people got more worried correct foolproof um, Maybe it's a radical form of protest. Yeah, that's one way. But maybe they're just like jealous of all the polar bears getting all the attention from the media. Yeah, so like, true. hey, we need yeah. some attention too. 
I didn't know what a narwhal was until probably about three years narwhal, ago. Narwhal, narwhal, swimming in the, in the ocean, ocean, causing the commotion. Because he is a warzer. Is that a song or did you make that up? That's definitely a song. Yeah, that's a song. You never heard it? No, as I it's said, I only, came, I only heard, with, heard about them three or four years ago. Yeah. Your mans, Donny T. <laughs> Big Donald Trump in the White Horse. He's in trouble again. He was ringing up Ukraine, threatening threatening to cut off sales of weapons, I believe, if they did not help him with a little problem named Uncle Joe Biden. If Donald Trump was ringing you to help set up an elaborate conspiracy, what do you think it would... What do you think... What special skill would he be ringing you up for? He would definitely be calling me in regarding my cubism theory Mm. because, I mean, his Trump Towers are pretty much glorified cubes. Yeah. I was actually kind of thinking the same thing because, as I said before, I've done a Rubik's Cube in 38 seconds, so perhaps I could raise up a bit of marketing just by doing the cube and more people would buy cubes and then it would all be quicker. Most certainly, yeah. Yeah. Sean, what's a special skill that might be involved in an elaborate conspiracy that Donald Trump could ring you up for? Hmm. I have a special skill to flip a pancake perfectly every time from the first side to the second side and most people don't know this but Donald Trump's favorite food is pancakes with what? Maple syrup. So he's actually the one that's controlling the petroleum Mm. and diesel. Wow, that's beautiful. Always working towards the lobbyist, man. It's all about the dollar at the end of the day. Like threads in a quilt. All just coming together. (laughs) All coming together. Anyway, Sean, we're going to throw it back to you now, mate. You've uh, been doing some research. you got another conspiracy truth you're going to help us out with. Yeah, so I actually got a pretty good one this week. So I'm pretty sure all of, well, I'm not going to say all of you, most of you know about Antonio Brown. If you do follow, you know, the National Football League or American sports. Josh, you fancy yourself to be a NFL follower? follower? A light follow, light follow. But for those in the audience who don't follow NFL, give us the rundown on AB's rap, rap sheet of late. It's it's a bit of a wild ride. Yeah, so actually uh, we have a Antonio Brown drama timeline. So January 9th, 2016, he takes a vicious hit to the head from Vontez Burfecht, who was at the time a linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals. And during that game, he was actually diagnosed with a concussion. And um, during this time, there was like this league-wide uh, discussion that there was a lot of dangers of CTE. So the NFL was trying to figure out ways to protect their players because CT has a lot to do with brain trauma. Then uh, that next year, January 8th, 2017, Antonio Brown went on Facebook Live in the locker room during Mike Tomlin, who was the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, during his post-game speech. Then uh, three months later, March 9th, he was traded to the Oakland Raiders, a team that's going to move to Vegas soon. September 4th, so uh, just uh, last month, he posts a letter of a fine from general manager Mike Mayock who, um, on, on Instagram. And that one was the, the real big story of all of this because that was the first little notch of, okay, something's going on and something suspicious is happening, but we don't know what. It's not the dumb thing to post a, a fine letter from your boss on Instagram to your millions and millions right. of followers, is it? It's, it's like that one time when you go into an interview and they're just like, they're going through your Facebook and they pull up that one uh, Facebook status from like 2014 where you're in ninth grade. And you're just like, this one says here that you would suck a uh, high C out of someone's butthole, like some famous celebrity <laughs> or something like that. Would you care to explain this oh in the gosh. interview? Like it's, it's like one of those scenarios like, OK, I made a mistake. It happens. <laughs> so uh, let's continue. September 5th. So the next day after he posts this uh, letter, he gets into a verbal altercation with Mike Mayock and reportedly calls him a cracker. Now, for some of you people that are not from the United States, um, that is typically a term used by African-Americans to insult white people. Uh, They call them crackers. So obviously, um, that's not an endearing term to hear from some people. Then a day after, September 6th, he released a video on his YouTube of a private conversation with the head coach, John Gruden, who recently just became the coach of the Raiders. And uh, that also brought up a lot of different just eyebrow raises because, you know, you don't post things like that, one, of a private conversation. So there's a lot of things like, oh, did he allow this or did do it secretly? Uh, then it came out that John Gruden actually approved of it. Then a day after that, 
He was actually released by the Raiders and signed by the New England Patriots, I think, six hours later. So um, that on the September 7th, a lot was just going on. He posted a video on Instagram, like running around his house celebrating. I'm free. I'm free. And there's like this lot of commotion of like, why is he doing this? And then later uh, on Twitter, there's reports that he actually talked to a social media consultant to figure out ways to accelerate the process of him getting released by the Raiders after they guaranteed, I think, like $30 million for like a $64 million contract. Didn't get a cent. Did not get a cent. Didn't get a single penny. So that's how he ended up getting released. So he only had to behave for 48 more hours, and bam, $30 million in your pocket, and he couldn't even do that. Um, a week later, uh, he lost his endorsement deal with the helmet manufacturer Zenith. There was a lot of things about his helmet, and so he got a new deal with them. He lost that endorsement. And then another week later, he lost uh, his endorsement deal with Nike, and both those follow after allegations of sexual misconduct. And then finally, on September 20th, the Patriots released Antonio Brown. Now, I know you guys are wondering, what does all this stuff have to do with Antonio Brown, and what's the conspiracy behind all this? So those were the facts. Now, let me tell you the alternative facts, the real news, because that's all fake news on this show. CTE is a progressive degenerative disease of the brain found in people with a history of repetitive brain trauma. So typically athletes of what sport? Football, hockey, boxing, and mixed martial arts. Constantly getting hit in the head, right? Now, what most of you don't know is that CTE is really an acronym for control their entertainment. So CTE is also chip technology electrowaves. So what they do is when you get CTE is that they install a chip inside your brain that sends a different electro electro wave so that all the neural stems in your brain they can control your actions. Now this is where it gets interesting. So he's actually controlled by the WWE. So um, the previous XFL, which is the new football league that's going to release, it was a professional American football league. Uh, it was a joint venture with the World Wrestling Federation. So if any guys know, like the WWF, so, you know, Dwayne Rock Johnson, Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not if you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just make sure we're all on the same page. We know. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> and um, that was from 1999 to 2001. And uh, it was supposed to be like a more faster, violent, more entertainment style of football for people back during that time. And the new XFL is actually going to have their inaugural season this coming February 2020. So if you guys don't know this, the XFL is coming back under who? Vince McMahon, who owns the Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment, a.k.a. the WWE. So Vince McMahon was the one who installed that CTE chip in Antonio Brown's brain because he wants him to play in the XFL this season to get more money to give you guys more entertainment. So you're telling me that Vince McMahon, the guy from that falling out of his chair meme, is behind all of Antonio Brown's dramas. You know the meme, don't you, Zoe? You know the guy where it's like something good and he's like doing a surprise face and then he's like, ah, and he falls out of his chair? You know the meme. You know the meme. I don't know if I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a really good meme. That's it's a, a really good, good meme. meme. You'll know the meme. Do you know it? No. Okay. So just me. I know you have to understand who Vince McMahon is, but just to give a little bit more like context of who he is, his net worth for 2019 is $2.8 billion. Let's go. So, you know that meme? Never seen that meme? I've never seen it before in my life. It's one of the, like, the top yeah. 10 memes. Yeah, I don't know if it, about you guys, but... Uh, I'm to work on my meme literature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> $2.8 billion, that's a lot of money. And just enough pretty pennies to get one of those chips installed in someone's head. And the reason why he's doing this, last couple facts here, is when they start this new season, there's going to be eight teams across the United States. Tampa Bay, St. Louis, New York, D.C., Seattle, Los Angeles, Houston, and Dallas. The most important one off that list, Dallas. Why? Because their team is the Dallas Renegades, and Antonio Brown went renegade on the National Football League, all because Vince McMahon planted a CTE chip in his brain because of Von Perfect back in 2016. You heard it here first. I'm not gonna lie, I'm very lost, but I can tell that You're it's- not a big sports fan. No, you? I think that's my issue yeah, is that same. there's a lot of names 
It's all right. The man to man chat here. Man to man chat. I think the sure. yeah. CTE thing though. Yeah, I that's think there's definitely, definitely something there for sure. Yeah. yeah, because some of the stuff that they do is insane, and that can't just be the helmet. That kind of sounds like kind of a some fake news to me. It's the most important thing, like I said, is the CTE, because mm-hmm. we all thought it was just brain trauma. And, you know, just get hit in the head a couple times, you get a little bit lightheaded, you know, you walk it off. That's what all little kids do. You fall, you hit your head, you cry for a little bit, you have your mom rub you on the back, you feel good again. But the CTE, that chip, that's what controls it. That and we all chip. just want to be entertained. That's that's what it's all about, the dollars. We're all about the money, remember? Big Maple, the diesel. I'm pretty sure the person that's controlling these icebergs that's making them fall from Antarctica probably has something to do with money. Rich-ass narwhals, that's who. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think we'll see Antonio Brown in wrestling? I think he'll be wrestling some other teams in the XFL. So don't be surprised if he just, you know, hits somebody with a rock bottom, a Triple H pedigree, yeah. jumps off the field. Because the rock post. started in football. Exactly. Yeah. All the good players played some kind of professional sport or semi-professional yeah. sport before WWE. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, there you go. we might head to another song. And then we'll be back with one final segment before we... Leave you to ride your horses into the night. <laughs> and we're going to give you guys I Am a Kid by Jadu Hurt. Stay tuned. Hello, sheep. 
people. We would like to welcome you back to Wake Up Sheeple. And we want to give a special shout out to everyone that's listening to the show right now. We do appreciate your guys' time. I do you believe we have some international listeners, Sean? <gasps> oh, we do. My dad sitting in uh, sitting in Australia loves to listen. Hey, Josh's dad. Hi, Same dad. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Do you guys How are you doing, Jeff? What's up, Jeff? Do you guys have any family at home who you know are listening? No. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had a soundbite of that uh, thing where it's my name's Jeff. Have you guys ever heard that? <laughs> my name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. Um, if you are listening, by the way, head to our head to our Facebook page. Wake up, sheeple, on Radio Gimbal. <laughs> Say that again. Radio Gimbal. Nice. Wake up, sheeple, on Radio Gimbal. <laughs> also, the podcast is live on Spotify. So, if you have any friends that like conspiracies, just uh. Just, yeah, but please like the Facebook page and uh, that'll take you a long way to being a friend. Can't sound too just disparate. No, but like every podcast <laughs> you listen to, there's the old rate, rate, subscribe, and review, rate, subscribe, and review, rate, subscribe, and review. Like so. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget to like, subscribe, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and call me. I think that's like the worst part of like YouTube nowadays. It's like, I would say at least a good 10% of the video is just yeah. don't forget to like, comment, su- subscribe, and turn on notifications so you never miss a video. Yeah. It's like, I don't even make videos, and I know that, like, just off the top of my head because they yeah. say it so yeah. much. Yeah. Click the box. And when have you actually ever clicked the box when they say it? Click like, here. Let's be real. Click the box. Never. I, I, su- I rate podcasts sometimes. The podcasts I really like, I rate. I do them as solid. That's nice of you. Because I figure that then you get, like, better sponsorship, and I want them to get sponsored. Anyway, guys, that's enough money talk. <laughs> Zoe has got a conspiracy for us. Is that you still kind of money talk? Because, you know, <laughs> as Sean said, well, money I mean, is everything. Money is everything. It's it everywhere. Always comes back that's to facts. The money. <clears throat> All right. So, my. I'm quite convinced of this one at the moment. Um, I actually thought of it as I was on a 15 hour bus ride from Berlin to Aarhus. And you get to see a lot of Denmark on those trips, a lot of farm, mostly. Um, But what you don't really see are pigs. (laughs) And for me, that's quite concerning because a book that I read before I came to Denmark was about, like, things you should know. Like, for example, how Denmark has, like, their biggest export is pork, which is kind of random. They actually supply 23% of the world's pork trade which is a lot for a small country like Denmark, being so far away from everything else. Um, There's actually five pigs per person in Denmark, so that's quite a bit. What would each person do with five pigs? That's what I want to (laughs) know. It's actually, in the book that I read, it said that 4% of Danes um, are one to engage with bestiality. So that's a fun fact about our... Excuse me? Yeah. That's an extraordinary (laughs) number. And also, like, I don't think anyone is willing to admit that so it's like four percent of those who are willing to come forward but like it, not long ago it was actually like it was actually legal for animal brothels in denmark so you could go and pay to have some time with an animal and that was considered to just be a form of pleasure so the danes wow interesting anyway so <laughs> <laughs> but we digress <laughs> um back to pigs uh so being from new zealand where we also have a lot of sheep as Josh said, we are known for our sheep farming. Uh, so we have four sheep per person. So I was expecting that if you drove through Denmark, you'd see a lot of sheep, just a lot of pigs, just like how you see a lot of sheep when you drive around New Zealand. Um, but I didn't see any. And that was, yeah, as I said, quite concerning. So I'm kind of convinced that Denmark is cloning pigs underground. And I'll... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I hope you've got some facts to that. That's a pretty wild it's accusation. A it's a big claim. Um, so I'm not like completely naive. I know that pigs don't run around on like grassy fields the entire time. There is factory farming, which means you wouldn't see many pigs out and about. But I also didn't see many factories either. (laughs) Um, uh, So that's why, yeah, so I was looking and looking, trying to see what I would like think might look like a fact, like a pork farming kind of industry, but I didn't see any. Um, and then I t- started to like research about it and then I found out that, so 20 years ago, 60,000 Danish farms farmed 13 million pigs, which is a lot. Mm. But in 2013, over 29 million pigs were produced on only 5,000 farms. So we've gone from 60,000 to 13 million. 
to 29 million and only 5,000 farms. So like, yeah. there's a lot of... It's a lot of big farms. A lot of big farms, a lot of, you know, mass producing, which I think comes quite, you know, in hand with cloning. Because as you know, cloning is like instant, yeah. instant pigs. It's <laughs> pig factory. Um, uh, where am I? <laughs> Oh yeah, so before you kind of question whether Denmark actually has the capability of cloning pigs, you should know that Denmark was actually the first country in the world to clone a pig for Alzheimer's research. So they had to clone some little guys to work out if the gene would be passed on, if it was like dominant or recessive. So they actually, they have the technology and also, I guess, the ethics they don't mind about in terms of cloning. So that's not an issue. Um, we also know that with cloning experience, uh, things tend to go wrong and not go to plan. And that might kind of produce a pig that looks a little bit freaky. And I don't think that people would want to eat a freaky pig. And so a way to kind of hide these freaky pigs is to keep them underground. Yeah, so exactly. we never you see them. You get a freaky pig, you put it underground, you don't let that out. Exactly. Open. So yeah. that's another reason why we don't see the pigs. So they yeah, just, sure. yeah, they're sure just under there looking a little bit different and then we just see these beautiful cuts of meat in the supermarket that all look very pink and pretty uh also pigs are really smelly and there's actually lots of (laughs) articles about how the danish tourism industry struggled with this because a lot of businesses that are next to farms had to close down because the smell was so bad so people weren't coming anymore and that so, feels, again, yeah. another way to do that is to put them underground. Yeah, that feels like no something smell. that would, like, totally derail your econo- economy. Yet, Denmark's doing okay. Hmm. Hmm. Makes because you think. Because, the, yeah, exactly. Exactly, because they fixed that pig problem. Yeah, but that... I know, they're supposed to be the happiest, or second happiest country in the world. They can't have the whole world smelling like pig shit all exactly. the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually have a question, Zoe. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the slogan, um, when pigs fly? It's like, I'll do this when pigs fly. Josh is nodding. Have you ever heard yeah. that saying yeah. before? Yeah, sure. So from like hearing about like you know how cloning can go wrong, it almost sounds like when the pig when pigs fly isn't just a quote anymore. It's more like when yeah. this when this happens, like it's yeah. going to happen. Like someone's going to mess up the cloning process, exactly. yeah. and then pigs mm-hmm. are going to develop wings. And also the, they're going to merge from underground. Yeah. Yeah. And if the pigs wings. were flying. The only way you'd be able to keep them on the ground is if you actually had like a whole roof over the top of them exactly. or a whole ground over yeah. the top of them. Like that wouldn't make sense to let the pigs. They might fly out of a shed, can't fly out of a cellar. Or like they? an open door. Mm. Yeah, exactly. If you had this underground exactly. kind of channel. If you just have an elevator going down to your underground lair where exactly. you clone pigs, the pig can't go in. Pigs have hooves, so those, those don't work on elevator buttons. Well, it's actually amazing that you said that because that links quite nicely to my next fact, which was the fact that uh, <laughs> there was like a massive outbreak of swine, which is like a disease that Im- impacts pigs, and it means that the pigs aren't very well, which means they can't sell the product, which is obviously very bad for for a country that relies on their pig exports. And so they actually <laughs> they actually built a wall in Denmark to try and keep out these like swine infested pigs from like interfering with these you know beautiful pigs that were like okay to sell. But I think maybe a wall wasn't good enough because pigs can actually jump quite high and also can actually yeah. climb. I don't know if you've And if they have wings. Yeah, and if they have wings. And so, again, underground, everything's sealed up, yeah. and then they keep their pigs safe. And there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> That's why, was, you, why you don't see pigs around Denmark. There was actually this thing, Audrey, you probably remember, um, for, well, obviously we were in different grades, but... For me, it was eighth and ninth grade where swine flu or uh, H1N1. Yeah. Like, it was huge in the United States. And, um, I mean, since pigs technically can fly, you know, um, you know, because of the colony that's messed up, what if they flew from Denmark and then swine flu with just, like, little residual, like, particles of, like, pig farts that flew over <laughs> cities? And that's how people actually got swine flu and it wasn't from the actual meat. I mean, that that seems more, like, reasonable, <laughs> that they were just, like, a fart here, a fart there, and then, like, the, the particles. Parasites. Yes, yeah. the mm. floating particles fell on people's food or <laughs> fell in their houses or just breathed them in. Because let's be honest, it's, it's not enough people just eating, you know, bacon or, you know, pork chops on a daily basis for everyone to get H1N1. Yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Well, guys, the clock's just struck 2202. 
and that means it's good night time from us here thanks for a beautiful show sean thank you for turning up dressed so well we love that from you we love that <laughs> any closing remarks audrey and zoe just be safe out there be safe out it's there, getting guys. pretty cold here in aarhus and if i don't know just keep warm because it's fucking freezing hey this is a, this is a pg <laughs> show we try not it's to sweat get freezing. your wool clothing items out yeah yeah get the big air out before yeah. it gets too wet is it weird for sheep or to wear wool is that like because if you're a fish you wouldn't eat fish but oh well you wouldn't eat fish because that'd be would, but yeah. like you'd be you wouldn't eat other fish like you you'd be a cannibal so as a as it like i would never wear human skin as as for warmth don't mock until you try it i don't know <laughs> bombshell to end on ladies and gentlemen <laughs> an absolute bombshell i'm gonna throw to our final song of the night it's chill by bakar i believe have fun people good night love you Tell me what's the deal, what's the deal, what's the deal now Cause I just wanna chill, wanna chill, wanna chill now Tell me what's the deal, what's the deal, what's the deal now Cause I just wanna chill, wanna chill, wanna chill now I've been in the field now Popping pills now. I told you that's no good for you. You hate when I tell you what to do. Hate it when I tell the truth. I just wanna feel with you. Why you make it long for me? Hate it when I tell the truth. I just wanna chill with you. Why you make it long for me? Tell me what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal now? Cause I just wanna chill, wanna chill, wanna chill now. Tell me what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal now? Cause I just wanna chill, wanna chill, wanna chill now. I've been feeling good now. Still misunderstood now Trying to make my hood proud Remember when they wouldn't even lie Was then many doubted him But she never, she was there So she proud of him And I never even cared Cause I'm cowardly So why don't you tell me the deal Tell me what's the deal now I just wanna Chill now, tell me what's the deal now. I just wanna chill now. Tell me what's the tell me deal now. I just I just wanna tell me chill now. Tell me what's the tell me deal now. I just I just wanna tell me chill.